Hello listener, the boys had some audio latency and overlap issues with this recording, and as a result there are some moments where there are artifacts and slightly out of sync audio. We apologize and are working on solutions. It's a fun episode though AMD we hope you enjoy it. Here's Micah. This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Today's episode is Jaws 2. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the chicken shit, sweeter than fit, living the dream. Wayne's Hauser is living right machine. The sweetest guy you'll ever meet, Justin Wendell. How's it going, sir? Oh, man. You know, it's going okay. How about yourself? Fantastic, man. I'm just fucking... I have a week off. I took a week off. Healing. Yeah. You feel relaxed? No, but I'm off. <laughs> it's nice to record on a work night and not actually be working. Usually I have to do this on the weekends. This is nice. It is nice. Yeah, usually we do it on Sunday. Sunday night. Um, had Pizza Hut tonight. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. A bad experience. I like how you're surprised. That's what you're supposed to have at Pizza Hut. If you have a good experience, you feel, should call the manager. I feel bad that I, I, I got involved with Pizza Hut tonight. You know, I kind of shortcutted dinner and uh, it didn't work out. It was pretty bad. Soggy pizza, soggy breadsticks. Wasn't into it. Sorry to hear that. Can't go back. I'd probably hit Domino's next time. Is it, is it going to affect the show? I didn't. I kind of abandoned ship in the middle of the meal. I didn't didn't finish. Is that a Jaws reference already? <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm surprised I could eat after seeing that orca in this. I actually cooked tonight and did a great job. Well, we had give opposite your, give yourself opposite experiences. What um did you cook? You really want to hear this? Of course. So I. On the Traeger, I did corn in the husk, right? Yeah. Let it go in there for a while. And then I did waffle fries with a ranch feta garlic kind of brown wall. Hi, brown wall. A ranch garlic feta thing interspose with it. It was fantastic. I made... So you did like a little poutine type thing it with was, the waffle it fries. Was, no, it was, it was delicate. The cheese was very minor, just like a little garnish. Oh. And then I did, sure. um, I did this, this sauce uh, for the corn that was astonishing. And then I did baked. What kind? It was. Uh, it had chili pepper. It had ses- toasted sesame seeds on it. It had ketus, um, ketus, and flea. It had uh, smoked so smoked good. green onions. It was it was lovely. And then wow. my daughter cut tomatoes and buffalo mozzarella and parsley and balsamic. And then I did a baked chicken and a white spicy barbecue sauce. I had pizza. Huh? <laughs> you asked. I just wanted to because the last time I cooked, I rushed some bad fish together, and it was awful. This is penis. That's awesome. You, you said your sister, your uh, daughter helped. She cut tomatoes and mozzarella and put things together. Yes. That's help. That's the definition of helping. 
You don't think so? You didn't think? I mean, see sh- that, for that her to kick back and crack her knuckles at the table was a little much. I thought. <laughs> uh, what else is happening with you, sir? I am uh, no. I'm using this week as a chance to kind of heal. Try to stay off the grid as much as I can. Get sure. some creative stuff done. A lot of music. A lot of um, Tron reference. Tron reference, right? Yes. Can't wait to do that. Get a lot of music stuff done. You, I know you have another new band with Micah. Well, that's an old band. It's her second album. Well, I did, so when's the last time you guys saw something out? Because I don't remember. Last year. Is it, so I must have. Did I miss I put, it? I, guess I put I, eight albums out on the same day last year. That was one. Of them, so I can see. It. Okay. It's not because you know because the fans demanded it. But no, we 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 do this electronic thing and it's 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 a lot of fun. And this album is very atmospheric and we've been busting it. No vo- no vocal. No, this is, it's it's electronica. It's so. You still looking for a vocalist? Can you scat? Because you know I've been I've been practicing. <laughs> Can you scat? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it would be. What was the name of that that band? It's Chores versus. Well, no, what? the name of the album is Chores versus Evil. The band is Doctor Chores. Doctor Chores. And we were okay. the brothers, brothers, but then Micah found out that there was another band with that name, so we didn't want to get involved in a messy law, you know, legal battle, you know, fighting over our six oh, cents yeah. of revenue. Well, good on yeah. you, man. I mean, the people have been demanding it. You know, they're clamoring, just like for the show. Can't can't get enough. I know. Well, this is this is Jawlia that we're doing here, and it's sweeping the internet. We we've, we've trended. Yeah. On uh, well, you know how the, what is that? We have they have movie Twitter. What is it called again? Prodigy. Film Twitter. Film Twitter, right? Oh. We're, we're trending on Shark Twitter. Do you think there is a, such a thing? The only way we would trend on Shark Twitter is if it was a Twitter that was actually made for sharks. And I uh, looked up as a, I was going to try to do a little zooming in. I I zoom I try to zoom in on shark sex today. And looked it up how they have sex, which I'm sure you claspers, know. You yeah, we're talking looked. claspers, we're talking cloaca, mm-hmm. we're talking. Yeah, exactly. That's what I found out. I I started to doze off. They kind of side by side it. They can. There's some that give live birth, and there's some that have those little egg casings they leave out there for us. Right. I didn't know. I just wondered how they procreated, and it involved storks, which I was surprised. <laughs> of course. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like they come and uh, nibble the surface after, or. Anyway, I looked that up today. I tried to catch up with the cast on this bad boy. I was full in Jaws 2 mode, and I, I discovered something I was kind of shocked by. Okay. I like this movie. It delivers and delivers <laughs> and delivers. It's all this movie does is deliver. I can't believe that it's kind of, it's a good movie. I I, had, I guess I never knew that, but I like it. It's a, it's a slasher film. It absolutely is. Imagine if Rennie Harlan did The Godfather 2. That's kind of where I'm... <laughs> so, so, so perfect oh yeah but yeah it's it's um, it's great and honestly the amount of value they get by having Scheider and even Lorraine Gary and Murray Hamilton back brings so much extra weight to it that it probably doesn't deserve but it just works the deputy yeah Scheider is a complete asshole on this apparently he did not want to be back was throwing a tantrum fighting with the director every day got paid 500 grand to be in it and was still a muzana on set that's in 1978 coin too exactly but you know and he he, actually gives a good performance he does and having the gift of hindsight would have been a gift to him because you think about what he and now roy shutter had a a great career there's no denying it but it was front loaded after jaws 2 it was stuff like 52 pickup and shit like that and playing in that weird role in Naked Lunch and stuff like that. I mean, he, he should have appreciated this more. This I was agree. such a huge hit of a movie. They said, well, they, and they said later on in life that he kind of came around on it. Like he said it was, he appreciated it, you know. But I do have one question. Considering the end of this movie and considering the end of the first movie, 
Do you think that Jaws has arachnophobia? Arachnophobia? Mm-hmm. Because uh, spider? Afraid of shiders. Come on now. Pretty good. An, an actophobia? <laughs> I uh, wrote that one down because it was so good. I hope folks, are, in, I hope folks are enjoying Jolly, and I, I think it was genius of us to go best to worst, first to last, last to first, you know? I agree. I, we do a lot of genius stuff around these parts. And, you know, are people out there... Did they have July July parties? You think? Yeah. Um, I was surprised, honestly, not to get a little more visit in this. We were two for two. I know. We get a quick lobster, though. <laughs> we get a very quick we get lobster. A, a very a, a survivor lobster. Smartass lobster makes it. <laughs> he scooted out of there. I love that scene. He was he was skedaddled, and uh, next thing I know, Jaws is trying to chew on a bee. Yeah. You know? That that lobster had a, anyway. had a great agent. We'll get it. We'll get deep into it, but we'll get in there. Yeah, we're jumping ahead. And then uh, I know you noticed there was some cereal in this movie. Oh my god! I don't know if I did. There is. Oh, fuck yeah! There's a. Okay, there is actually to, a debate about cereal in this movie. You must have been. You I, must you have been cleaning I, up a little bit of yourself. Well, I was really fixated on the horniness between <laughs> the Scheider and his wife, Ellen Brody. Here. Want to fool around? I, that term. She says something. That term is underused. She says something very disconcerting in this movie. She says the son isn't in bed in the morning, and she, Michael and Scheider notices, and then she says, must be a morning man like his father. And she kind of gives him the flirtatious, like, I guess Shire, I guess uh, Chief Brody likes to get it going that was a, before he puts on his uniform. A bit of aggressive brown wall right there. Like it was a poop and a comb going down. <laughs> Quick lobster going down. Yeah, let's not beat around the old proverb. Anyway. I mean, guys, it's a movie microscope. Yeah. It's a show where we zoom in, break a piece off a snake. We wrench ourselves from the warmth of the womb like a little babe. Feed on mercy. Crack an egg, repair that egg. Crack it again just to fuck with it. Kick a shrimp in the dick. We swing a rope until it <laughs> dies. Move the oven into the bedroom. We beg for forgiveness while killing. Watch a movie through distorted, sweet-ass, paper-thin eyes, glowering at the screen ingesting from every orifice dissecting it through our bodies and vivisecting it back to you, the audience, as we determine what makes or breaks. Share with the likes of you. So if we're talking about body rock, we're talking about the scene where Lorenzo Lamas breakdances himself into a fucking rookie mistake where his nipples fly off. Talk about the little moments. Body rock? What? You don't remember body rock? Don't even lie to me. I don't. What is it? It's like an early 80s breakdancing movie called Body Rock. How do you not remember this? This was like around the same time as Rad. I don't. And, you know, Thief of Hearts and Streets of Fire and all that shit. Body Rock, man. Lorenzo Lam. Lorenzo Lamas, was was he the, was he the lead breakdancer? Fuck yeah. And this is like on the the heat the on Breaking, like after Breaking, some breakdances movies probably, came out this Probably around the same time, yeah. I wonder what the audition was like. They gave him a big, they gave him a piece of cardboard. Said, throw it down. And if it looks authentic, they hired him. Let's talk just real quick about breakdancing. I think we've mentioned it before, but... I think you have more experience breakdancing than I did. Like, I had the desire to be a breakdancer. It's all I wanted for, like, a period of my life. I was so excited. I, I thought the I went to a, a park demonstration where they were teaching us moves. I wanted to be on a breakdance break team. But all I ever really learned to do was the wait in a breakdance dance, which is just you kind of side to side step and swing your arm. Yeah, own. that's that's where... I, like, you're going to go. To me, because I hate dancing just by principle, that was the only sort of right. dancing that was more like violence or arrhythmic. So I, I enjoyed sure. it, but I, I was not 
I was not particularly good at it. I think they call it. Did you do it a no, lot? No, no, no. It was it, it was one of those things. I had parachute pants for about a week. I broke dance for about a week. I couldn't even like uh, centipede ever. I couldn't even do that. The snake, whatever that was right. called. But I was always in awe of people that could. For a, I kind of still am. If that's your, I'm mm. in awe of people that can rock their body or do a body rock. Is that what they would they try to rebrand break break dancing as body well, rock? That'd be a great way for us to find out on episode number. Can't do it. I can't do it to you. You can't even choke it out. You can't even choke it up. I will. We should do it though. Is it is it on Tubi? Oh my God! The co lead is F Murray Abraham. <laughs> um. His body got rocked by acne. <laughs> Let me see. I'm going to look it up, see if we can recognize anybody else in it. Lorenzo Lamas, Strasburg study or the what? Yeah, he saw he saw Strasburg in the Manitou. <laughs> imagine imagine <laughs> this, Body Rock 2, directed by Francis Ford Coppola. So his name is Chili in this. Of course. Is there anybody um, else you recognize in it? Ray Sharkey in Ooh, this. Ooh, dead. Yeah, French connection, right? He passed away a long time ago. I don't Maybe, yeah. He passed away from AIDS, remember? No, I don't. I wasn't. What are you saying? I'm not in his chain of sex. I'm just saying that that was a big story at the time because he was like a very high profile. I think that was true. I think, can't believe we're talking about Ray Sharkey during Jaws, too. This is synergistic. I I like the way we work it. We almost make it seem effortless. Aren't Zalama still killing it out there? Yeah, I remember he was in a movie called Snake Eater. I think they did sequels. I remember we'd go to the video store and. we would want to get it because of the name. It's just a fun name. But he was sitting on, a, if I'm not mistaken, he was sitting on a motorcycle on the cover of that box, and all the good work that the title had done was erased. Snake eater. Does yeah. he eat snakes yeah, in it? That's the thing I need to know. I can read you the description. Please. We can cut it Is out. He, tell me he's an undercover it's, cop. Just all I wanted to know. It, get, it gets boring immediately. The snake eaters are an elite division of the Marines, especially trained for search and destroy missions. Uh, this actioner chronicles the exploits of one of them who has become a cop. Okay. Ugh, so boring. Known as a tough loner, he returns to find the band of backwoods bad guys who killed his parents and abducted his sister. And he eats snakes, <laughs> it says right here. He actually eats snakes because he didn't know what snake eater you meant. Didn't. And he, he eats, started eating snakes and he developed a taste for them before he found out that's not what you're supposed to do. He does learn a valuable lesson at the end of that movie, though. So we ask him, how, how do you mm. eat a snake? One bite at a time. You ever had snake? No, I would never eat a friend. I, that's a, a, that's a bullshit, by the way. I've eaten many animals that I enjoy the company. What about uh, alligators? I have. I have. I, I don't see the point. I'd rather they be out yeah. there eating us. You know, I don't want it. They taste very similar to a lot of shit. But shark? Of course. Not ever again. I've had that. I've had that. You've had you had shark? I think bro. so. I think shark used to be at restaurants. I have. Um, I've had those I've little had sh- gummy sharks. I've had shark are, fin soup. That's what I've had. So the gummy sharks I've had are like the white belly and then the yes. blue. You know what I'm yeah. talking about? I've had that. I've had goldfish. A goldfish, did they ever, goldfish ever come out with like a shark? Do they ever go shark? Do they ever do like a special edition? I'm glad shark? you brought goldfish up because okay. there has never been a, a sustenance that sucks so bad that's been marketed so well that it's ubiquitous. Goldfish suck. They've never not sucked. They hurt your mouth. Plane, planes insist on them. They're fucked. You're not talking about the fish. You're talking about the, the snack. The snack. Fish are fucking great. But the, the, that snack food is out to hurt your the, the roof of your mouth. It tastes weird, makes your mouth a nightmare smell. What is it? Cheddar it's well, like cheddar it, and grief? What are the ingredients of that? Not a I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and besmirch goldfish crackers, especially since they have a, a perfect cracker, the pretzel goldfish. Now they did the pretzel they did, fish. Pretty good. They, do you remember they did one that was sort of chewy that had like a, 
a spiciness to it. That thing was rock solid. It had, like, it had a no, much more gentle bite, so it didn't stab your mouth. It's like a soft, like a soft cracker, like a soft gold. It was chewy. Cracker. Oh, it was so good. It's like a pot. Wasn't just an open bag or something that no, you no, got no. I while? bought them as, for the six weeks they were on the market. I bought the dick out of them. They should call them oh, pufferfish, and then they should have called that version goldfish because those things. It's like eating the death of you. It's like putting an urchin in your maw. So you never would like if someone brought goldfish to your house, you wouldn't like dig your paws into it. You wouldn't be excited. Even, you wouldn't even take one. No. But an airplane is weird because it makes you eat everything on an airplane. No matter whatever they give you goes in, and it's never stuff you mm -hmm. want. But it goes in. What are those weird? No, no. Those international flight that I took recently had a lot of good food going but there and back. I was enjoying the food. Yeah, but that, that's a little different. different. But guess. they have those those like coffee crack like those coffee cookies. I forgot what they're called. Though they always give those to you on a plane. I would never eat those in my real life. But for some reason on the plane, I can't wait to get into them. Goldfish. <laughs> There's always two, right? They're real thin. Yeah. They melt in your mouth, and, mm -hmm. and, and, your, and your mouth becomes a morass, and you're like, I chose this. <laughs> well, I will say that there is a lot of fish-based snack food. The Swedish fish, goldfish, right. you know, like, there's just, that must, that's a thing. People really like fish in other forms. Like, maybe they just don't like the fishiness, but they'll, they like the, what do they call that? The, the visage, the, the fish visage, the fish image. They like to, they like to eat They that. like the anthropomorphic value of the sea kingdom why are people why are they like gummy worms like what why is everybody trying to eat candy animals and candy insects and why is it just some of them like why isn't there in like it's like worms and fish and you know uh, if, see, if like, we're gonna roll our sleeves up and get into this this is gonna be our longest episode <laughs> i'm just thinking like you don't see a lot of like gummy spiders for example right you know so the gummy uh you know child offenders yeah so the the there's more there's appetizing inside i don't like i'm sorry i'm we can, let's bail on this. Tell you what. I'll pull the ripcord. I'll tell you though, my kid did get one of those uh, the things, the candy that has the animal, the bug in it or whatever. He ate it. He was thrilled with it. Actually has yeah, a Yeah, a if you go to any it. candy, like one of those specialized candy stores, they always have those, like there's a cricket inside of a lollipop or, or whatever. And he ate it and loved it. What an embarrassment for that poor insect, you know? What a special kind of hell. I mean, I imagine it's already hard to be an insect, but then they put you in a lollipop, so you get a specialty store, you know? That'd be great if they actually retain some sort of sentience while they're in that encased tomb, like a Jurassic ember, whatever that bitch, what mosquito. Yeah. And so he's looking around, he's seeing himself you know, wrapped in, in cellophane, in a store. As it's happening? He just gets, to, he, his unblinking eye absorbs everything, and then he sees this little bastard with a... You know, Mets hat come in and just start sucking on his daylight. I don't think that once they're trapped in this thing, they're still alive. Are you saying they retain some kind of? I, I'm I'm positing. I think it'd be cool. It'd suck, actually. All right. Yeah, it sounds like something the Wishmaster would pull off. Don't. <laughs> you know. So, what's your experience with Jaws too? The big thing in this I remember is the girl getting like swallowed whole by Jaws towards the end of the film. It's like a really horrible image, and it's still like really effective to me. I remember that. I remember how Jaws dies. And I remember that Keith Gordon was in it. That's about all I remembered. It was all kind of brand new to me. I, 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 you know, like like watching it was familiar, but I hadn't seen it for a long time. And I don't think I certainly didn't see it in the theater. So I saw I rented it probably in high school. Do you remember the shark? That was the big thing. That was yes. like the big line delivery that was so popular for that. That's Tina. Tina. Sure. Miss Aunt Miss Amity. I think. I just that, yeah. when I I, I saw it you? in the theater and I was crestfallen that Richard Dreyfuss wasn't. He gets a mention. His character gets right. a mention. And it got me thinking, yeah. actually. I, I was thinking, what a cool thing it would be for somebody to write a Jaws movie now 
centered around Hooper now. Like the Richard Drive in the shape, you know, basically, you know, with all the technology and all the knowledge that we have about animals and stuff now, as opposed to the seventy, I think it'd be cool to do like a like a Rocky Balboa type movie for Matt Hooper. They, should, I mean, that's an amazing idea. They should do it. Like, I wonder if they've talked about it because this is a franchise that's always made money, and they just dropped it. Like, they just stopped making Jaws movies. I think four um, did not make that much. I made some. I still maybe. I mean, probably didn't do that well, but it still, I think, made. Well, money. I think that I think the um, main reason is you know how difficult the shark is to work with the animatronic and all. Imagine adding Richard Dreyfus to that equation because he's yeah, a I mean, Richard Dreyfus fam- famous. Yeah, he famously badmouthed the original, right? Remember, he was like kind of badmouthing it before it came right. out, saying how terrible it was going to be. He had to eat crow a little bit. He, you know, eventually did. I mean, he wouldn't come back for this one, and then he eventually came back from like for Piranha 3D or something. But right? that was more of the yeah, Piranha that was sequel. tongue in cheek. But yeah, plus he'd always, he'd like he's, they, he always wanted to work with John Gallagher. Right? I still don't like that they killed him in it. Okay, because I think it wasn't it supposed to be who. I mean, yeah, off the record. So I don't like it. The premise of Jaws 2 is this. Chief Brody has maintained residence in Amity. Things have gone relatively decent in the past few years. Kids are growing up. Got things in a pretty good rotation. But lo and behold, another goddamn shark shows up. <laughs> right. Here's your plot. There's um, your plot in a nutshell. Yeah, and it's... Things have... The, after the events of the first film, this is years and years later... Yeah, the Amity's back. It's swing. It's swinging. Tourism's up. Everybody's having fun in the water. But Chief Brody, who's still installed as the police chief, is a bit paranoid, a bit traumatized, and a bit of a drunk. Eh, not really. Yeah, he's a bit of a he's a he's a bit of a. a he likes hound. his drink, the, but I don't think he's a drunk. I think he's just you know. There's not a lot to do for a guy that doesn't like the sea on an island. Got a little bit okay. of a problem there, right. I think. And um, he calls Jack Daniels the good stuff. He ain't no alcoholic. Uh, yeah, so the, how's the movie start? Uh, that's way too long ago. The movie starts with like a nod to the original film. A bunch of two rich guys are snorkeling in Amity, and they happen upon the orca, the sunken orca, the, sh- the, the boat from the first film, right? Mm-hmm. And so they start snapping selfies with his, their underwater gear, having a blast, totally giving the cameras the thumbs up, loving it. But party crash, what happens? Are they eaten? They get totally eaten by new jaws. And the camera is snapping photos. Both cameras are snapping photos like crazy people. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think that's how cameras work. As they get hit by the new Although shark. I did notice, and this we'll talk about this, this shark teases people a little bit. doesn't really feast as much as you would expect. likes to bump into things and disappear and move about his day. I mean, it's a, it's a big shark. It's a mean shark. But you're right. Sometimes it does do a side swipe. Sometimes it misses its prey. That's okay. I'm not saying it's lazy. I'm not saying it's ineffective. It's a pretty effective shark. Yeah, I guess. I guess those guys. No, oh, those guys are gone. Super eaten. Yeah. And they do their cute underwater screams, which I think is pretty effective. Actually, I mean, pretty good, right? You want to talk about the if you want to get to the scintilla level, the Jaws music by John Williams and underwater screams are pretty much those are the must. Everything else is kind of great. Under underwater screams are pretty great. I mean, I, and I hate to hear a person scream. I don't like to see them getting scared of a shark. I don't want them to die, but I'll take an underwater scream. It's not, it's kind of a fun I to I forgot. Hear. When you scream, it's it's, it becomes a bubble. When the bubble bursts on the surface, do they get to hear that scream? I don't remember how sound works. I, I, that'd be even cuter. But, you know, what's happening is they're, they're totally panicking, and but all their snorkeling gear and their air hose, all this stuff's getting in the way. They have to kind of 
find a new way to scream around all that stuff and it comes out yeah. cute it's high pitched it's ridiculous sounding jaws gives cracks a smile a little laugh and then chomps them it really does feed you know? the truth that we suck underwater i mean we are so useless down there <laughs> i'm proud that we go down there but we suck at it and it's a it's a Don't, losing proposition do not say that to james cameron jimmy cameron would have your head yeah he loves it down there do you think james cameron loves underwater more than Overwater is that the term? Overwater depends. It depends on where Susie Amos is at the time. <laughs> Do you think Susie Amos has to pretend to like deep sea diving? That she's like she's faking. I think that? she likes deep sea platinum card while while he's down there. You know what I'm saying? I think she, you're suggesting that Susie Amos is a gold. No, diver? I'm just saying Susie Amos. Come is on, how dare you? Digging the spoils right now. Yeah, she's is she still killing it? Is she's out? Is she ever act anymore? She acts like she's having an orgasm, like. <laughs> Susie Amos was um, red hot for about three years in the indie scene back in the 90s, mm-hmm. I think, early 90s. Right. And then she just disappeared into the arms of Jan- Jimmy Cameron. And you snipe in an avatar. It's perfect. Right? Like, is she, is she at least... You know, voicing a plant, a plant in Avatar or something. Let's, you, know? Let's, you know, he used to he liked to keep his previous ladies at arm's length, right? You know, Gail Ann Hurd, Catherine Bigelow, and who's the other? Linda Hamilton, and then uh, the other one, whoever he had there. He likes to keep her to yeah. fathoms length. Yeah, you know, he's like, <laughs> she is not works. She's in. She was in Titanic, right? She wasn't that. Yeah. yeah, they're still together. I mean, that's a rock solid relationship. I love it. Newly sixty years old, still looks pretty young. And you know, she's like, "Go have fun." You know, that's fine. You're taking a break a little bit. Go shoot four Avatar. We movies. have a lot in common. You Let's and I have go. a lot in common with the two of them. Yeah, what? We both have a Zoom marriage. I mean, <laughs> Susie Amos living the life. Like, and look, maybe we're being a little sexist in this discussion. We don't know the relationship. Maybe she's the one that's pulling all the strings. She's Jimmy Cameron's muse. Maybe she's helping him with behind the scenes in Avatar. We don't know. It, you know, but but we do know that she isn't. <laughs> and then she's just sucking up that money. Out. I would like to think that she is <laughs> financing every dream she's ever had, unmolested by right. by reality, by anybody with the word no in their mouth. So good on her. Unfortunately, her big dream was to just own a succulent. <laughs> Jimmy Cameron doesn't mess around. I mean, my man is deeply committed to his work. I will say that like he is a, and he's a big believer in his work and so i imagine he's a b- big believer in a spouse and i i wish them the I, best he's one of the best we've ever had at what he does mm-hmm. although he did seem to be backpedaling a little bit when he was talking about avatars three and four did you notice or four and five I mean. what, he like he might not yeah, well, do he, he might di- not direct them he said Ooh. which to me is why make I, them? I thought that he was directing all of them no he did once. two and three together and then four and five are written mm-hmm. But I think I think I just sensed that in his interview where he was saying he may not direct the other the other two was because maybe he would, depends on how the reaction is I guess to this one. Let's get back to uh, underwater screams. Can you give me one? <laughs> so much so much better. So those guys are exited, um, and then they cut to Roy Scheider looking partied out. He's going somewhere in his police truck, and he's got like his tie not tied around his neck. Like he's going somewhere. He just looks disheveled and he arrives to the amity scholarship benefit he's late and his wife ellen brody is a little bit like pretend you've been here i mean look it's this is a very serious thing this is the amity scholarship Mm -hmm. benefit now one thing i liked about this scene they're doing it inside like an auditorium or inside like a hotel or something an event center with a pool in it and the director is like acting like the shark is going to be in the pool 
Like he's kind of filming it like the shark, like the shark might be in there, which I appreciated because it reminded me when I was a kid and I was in a pool, I was always afraid that a shark would be in the pool. So I was know. afraid that Ray Sharky was in the pool. Yeah. yeah. With anyway, AIDS. they're crying. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Miss Amity, Miss Miss Amity cutting the ribbon here. Yeah. What's Miss Amity doing there? Killing it. I mean, I think that's what we just. She's she's. I guess she's cutting the ribbon to this new event center. Sure. I can't zoom in this hard, but there's a money tree there. So some rich fat cat donated all this money for the scholarship, and they glued money to like a little bonsai tree. It's a lot of effort. Zoom did not yeah. did not even register in my farthest brain part. I can't even pick up what they're doing on in this scene. I wrote water balloon fight. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> is it? Is there water? There must be this? water balloon fight in it. Really? Which makes two water um, balloon fights I've seen today in movies. What, do you, what other? Well, movie? I was watching the All Star Game, and during the commercials, I'd switch over to the MLB Network, and they're playing Little Big League, which you can't not watch, right? And there's a water balloon scene in that too. I was really, I was, in, it was an indulgent water balloon day for me. Wow. Um, yeah, they're cutting a ribbon to this new hotel. So the town is prospering, Nick. Like everything is going. But guess what? Tell me. New shark. In the waters and a very paranoid chief that's like we ain't safe he already like is feeling you could tell just by the haunted look in his eyes is the events of the first film has not left the bones of this man the skull of this man the brain sausage of right. this person his dick bag uh, he is yeah, his, his knees like he is still struggling with it which i do appreciate actually that's what i thought i felt was kind of missing from some of the other the sequel you know the, the i do and i also the like the political intrigue uh about how the town leadership views him and how they're so nervous every time he opens his mouth or does anything because it typically contradicts their goals and with ellen working in that committee it kind of clouds things up a little bit and it's great because obviously murray hamilton's mayor in the first film was a douche and he caused a lot of trouble and of course he's here to do that again but mr brody goes back to the station or or to mm -hmm. the or to the mayor's, mayor's office or whatever and there's this character do you, do you remember the scene where there's a guy who is it's a police station and he and he's he's very upset because there's a voyeur there's a woman enticing his hmm. his son or somebody in his house you didn't do you remember this it actually no. gets a minute of screen time he there's right, this really old this. guy in a hat who is there's a bunch of people. It's very Spielbergian the way that they shot this. Where look, I just watched this yesterday and today. So you know how he likes to have a lot of people talking over each other, and it's it's you know. Right. There's that, and this guy is reporting to the police that there's a woman who is apparently stripping in the house across the street, and it's it's enticing his son or his grandson or whatever it may be. But that's not what was exciting. This guy's nose was this giant, modeled, destroyed thing that I could not look away from. You need to rewatch this movie. I remember that. I remember him. I remember his. That was movie. a yeah. hell of a nose on him. Jimmy Durante, go fuck. I mean, that was magic. And it made me like the movie. That's a weird complaint. So he's complaining that someone is enticing his son, his neighbor. His son is not complaining. Is his son? His son's not complaining. He's smashing it night and day, I'm guessing. Son can't be, can't be reached for comment. He's like handing it off. Goes to the police <laughs> yeah. about this. I'm at the end what of my rope. I've done everything. What is everything. the police code for... Hot woman stripping in the window. 702? Yeah, got a 702 going on at, you know, Prince Cake Lane. Yeah. I didn't mean to get um, your address out on the show. There's a lonely nerd in this movie, and he sad sacks his way into the arms of a beautiful girl later are on. We, are you we talking this? about fucking Timmy? Is, Is that, that the kid with the big, bad Napoleon Dynamite hair? I hate it's him, him so much. Yeah. For sure. So 
there's a you know the slasher element of this movie is there's a bunch of um, ruckus causing horny teenagers that all they want to do is sail around the waters of amity and when the, the you know and and just flirt and make out and do all sorts of stuff and everybody's kind of vying for the attention of the opposite sex or the you know i'm sure and you know i don't know they just want attention they want to make out and this guy is all bummed out because he doesn't think he's gonna get a girlfriend and it's a plot point in this has this been brought up in literature about how this is a slasher movie yes okay because oh, yeah, yeah, it yeah. totally is the template because this came out before friday 13 came out before halloween and friday 13. you're right i mean it is 100 percent a slasher yeah, they even do. Yeah, like a somebody gets punished for having sex in this. Like it's yeah, it sets this. It does certain cliches for sure. Um, Might be as influential as the original. Anyway, he later, he says, "I'm thin. I wear glasses. I live on Amity Island year round." This is when Keith Gordon's character, who I absolutely love, by the way, Keith Gordon. I've talked about him. Before, I love him too. Director I Keith love Gordon. Him too. I love him so much. You know, star of Christine, but he directed so many great films. Now as a television director and. Doesn't hasn't been working that much lately, which is sad. Um, he's trying to cheer his nerdy friend up, and then the guy lays that out. He says he he gives a checklist. I'm thin. I wear glasses. I live on Amity Island year round. And Keith Gordon's like, oh, you're right. Ain't no one gonna be interested, you know. And they move on. <laughs> but Keith Gordon has a very interesting look in this film. Very beatnik, I guess. Yes, and you put a picture of him on our Instagram of him. They have a like kind of a. When they're having fun in the water, all the kids are just kind of on these boats and having a blast. He is sitting there trying to read a paperback, and they splash him, and he gives them the oh, books, 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 slightly wet. Game over. I there is a lot of time spent with these groups of kids, and I don't, I, I, I can't tell one from the other for most of it. Yeah, it. They don't. There's no character development. I mean, one of the main kids is. Michael, who is Chief Brody's Played son. Played to be played by. And the beautiful Lance Guest. And the beautiful Dennis Quaid. What is interesting is this is a direct sequel to Jaws, right? Michael somehow is... It feels like Michael's super old, and then Sean has kind of stayed the same age. Is that yeah. right? Like, he hasn't... Yeah. He, ha- he, he throws I- sperm hooks. Brody, he shoots sperm hooks out where you never know what how that kid's going to age. Did you um, know that Ricky Schroeder was up, was actually cast in one of the roles, one of the kid roles here? And what happened? He got let go whenever the new, because it was directed, the movie was directed for about a month by another director, and the, was it Jeanne, how do you say, Jeanne Schwark? I don't know how to say his name. Jean Schwark. Jean Schwark, I don't know. The correct pronunciation is Jean Schwartzman. He took over, and then he cast new kids. And then Ricky Schroeder got so mad he went super alt-right and weird, just directly from this movie. Another thing about this movie that doesn't get enough respect is the marketing. It has some of the most beautiful posters. Yeah. There is a, there's one, the famous right. one of it, it's like Sunset, and the fin is in the bottom right corner. One of the better, I'd say it's probably the best I've seen. Although, let me, let me, let me take a step out of and tell you, tomorrow in the mail, I got, I got a badass Jaws poster from Sideshow coming in. Badass, yeah. Really? Send me a picture. I'd like to see Fine. it. Anyway, one of the characters, there's a new girl in town, a cousin. Oh. She's super oh. hyped. She's super hyped by her cousin. Everybody's ready. She walks on dock. She walks out to, and one of the characters says she has tits like a sparrow, yeah. which the actor improvised. And he and regretted, regretted. regretted about that, yeah. Couldn't say a titmouse? It's another bird. It would have been more. Which it, I mean, it doesn't make right. sense. It sucks. You know, well, I mean, it does have uh, a. A place in history, though. 
Is Trent Reznor saw this movie and Head Like a Hole was originally called Tits Like a Sparrow. And he had yeah, the, the label forced him to change the name. What do you think of that guy doing that parasailing off of the actual sail? Like he's act, the actual sail hooked on the Looked like boat. a legitimate blast. He's got like a swing yeah. on it. That's and Michael. He's just, yeah, is it Michael? Michael it. And he's dangling in the water and Jaws is getting his appetite all up. And he's, he swings away at the last second. Jaws doesn't right. get him. And nobody sees him. Almost got eight, Nick. But once again, Jaws swings but, and misses quite a bit in this movie. Yeah, but he doesn't miss what's coming up. So there's Terry. a water skier. Terry is water skiing. But I love this scene so much. And having such a blast. And uh, her friends guiding the boat, you know, doing the, you know, get, they're just having an absolute blast in the water. Super fun. It's a, it's a woman. Going to get drinks after this. Maybe go get some Arby's. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do after this. But they got plans. This is a fun day. And Jaws ruins it. Well, and no, not necessarily. How does Jaws but ruin it? First of all, Jaws, it may be better because of Jaws, but also some great photography. Better than yeah. Jaws 3. Actually, the, the way. in this is better. The way that they, the fin kind of comes up and like follows people, the way the shark appears suddenly, I think is pretty good, effective in this movie. It's really good. It's really good. And and it's edited really well. And There's the, a lot of really cool stuff. She gets eaten. She and gets, then her friend's like, oh, where is she, where, where's my friend? Here's her ski or her little, like, so she's investigating what happens. <laughs> the shark shows up, bites the boat, and then she chooses this moment to douse herself with gasoline. Well, she thinks quick, and it's, she just, it's just like what she's doing is amazing. It's just she just doesn't do it accurately. She pours gasoline all over the shark's and face. Herself. I'm going to say shark's face, but also herself. Gets a flare gun out and lights the shark on fire and herself, unfortunately. But what a badass move, man. Thinking quick. I mean, a mistake, unfortunately, but she wounds the shark immediately. This is like 30 minutes or less into the film. I would like to think the shark was thinking to itself, this is my last human. After this, I quit. I'm going to go back to bluefish, mackerel, and then then this, but, she gets pit, you know, this woman burns Jaws, and Jaws is like, fuck it, they're dead. Another thing that this movie does that I appreciate is shark, as Jaws is running around the rest of the movie with a burnt marshmallow face. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he's, he's burnt! <laughs> I mean, they wound the shark... <laughs> immediately and make him kind of a bad i mean even like cooler he's got the cool yeah. like you know burnt face you know then he's got like a band-aid got an aloe right. on it later the, anyway those yeah. those two women don't make it the bloat boat super blows up and brody's in full like was it a shark mode i do love that there's an, a lady watching this happen from her house there's kids that are they're waving at them right before it happens there's a lot of missed opportunities for them to see something really cool happen and instead they just see the results Right. You know, a shame. But then we get to see, we go back to Chief Brody, and I noticed something about him. I didn't notice until the next scene after that we see him. His hair is okay. sun-kissed in this movie. Did you notice? Brody's got a nice little sun-kissed color tint to his hair now. He's looking a little little beachy. Oh, yeah. He's wearing the short shorts, too. I love those little shorts. We get to see those gams the whole yeah. movie. Well, he's always been a live I mean, piece I of shit. I mean, he's like sweet out. He's wiry. Ellen Brody appreciates it. She likes those legs. Yeah. That's, a, that's her arm candy right there. Here's the thing about uh, someone I knew once. I uh, met somebody that had sunburnt hair. Was, Have you heard no, this before? I don't think it's real. She got, a, she got a sunburn on her hair. Are you sure she's just not giving you a story? She went to the cosmetician and she fucked up, so she had to come up with a line? Look, I don't know if it's true. I, she said it to me. I never forgot it. She said she has sunburnt hair. And that's the opposite of sun kiss. That's like a little. That's actually far, not. You know? That's probably true because I had my hair got throat cancer once. No, but 
<laughs> I like so the deputy from the first movie is reappears here, and um, I love his character in this because all he does is whine because he doesn't ever want to do his job. Brody was like, "Let's we need to uh, take the boat out and investigate the missing divers or whatever," and he's like, "It's getting dark. It's dark soon." Like he doesn't want to do his job. He's a sweetheart too. Such a likable fella. They're describing like when they when they are investigating what happened on the water when the boat blew up. The old woman, I believe, or somebody somebody interviewed says, "We heard a noise. This noise like a boom." I didn't catch that. A B O O M P boom. Have oh. you heard that word? I love it. Like a boom. And that was like that that's the description of the shark smacking the boat. <laughs> it's very accurate. It's cute. I, I hope Ben Burt was employed to do the sound design on this because you need someone with his skills to do that. We're coming up on it, man. Breakfast. Breakfast at the Brody House. I know this is all right, let's hear it. I missed all this. So Mike and Sean have a debate over which is better between Cheerios and Fruit Loops. And we're talking that's not even a, that's not even a competition. I must have missed this. Okay. No, it's not Oh wait! Oh, it's not a competition. Why? You think fruit? I mean, loops if you're a child, of course you're going to choose loops. Of course, fruit loops, for sure. Your sugar drink, mm-hmm. right? But I, I like I like the fact that they maintain the cereal connection because well, I was a little disappointed that you didn't rewind that up six or seven times. You know, I was having a tough time watching this on Tubi. I so I watched it on Tubi because parent. I was watching these on Peacock, and Peacock for of course lost the license for these or something, and they don't, they're no longer on their site. I was going backwards. So I had to resort to Tubi, and I almost actually rented it because I was tired of Tubi. You know, they got commercial breaks, and I'd pause it to do other things, come back to it, and it would had unpaused itself, or I had hit it, hit it or something, because I had it on my Apple TV. Anyway, boring problems, but it would play to the end, and I'd have to restart it. So that's probably why I missed it. Meanwhile, this. their numbers, the metrics are going haywire. I don't know. There's a run on Jaws 2 right now, guys. Is it because July? Deservedly. Which makes me so happy because I own all four. Oh, what a glorious, what a glorious thing it is to know. I, I, I always How have. How does this look? Because Tubi, Tubi had kind of a, I think it was at least, it didn't look great this, on Tubi. It's all over the place, image-wise. This film, it looks like to, yeah. there's some great, beautiful stuff, and there's some stuff that's very substandard. So I think they, they use either a variety of film stocks on it, and nobody cared enough to do a major remastering of this movie. It should, it should get like a loving, like, re-release or something i really feel like it's kind of underrated. it is absolutely underrated maybe it's because we're watching these backwards or something you know what's funny though i just saw a commercial for a one of the streaming services and they were showcasing the films that they have and they had jaws 2 on there not jaws really yeah so maybe you're like a week away from a free jaws 2 but brody leaves in the morning and he goes out on his day he's in his giant truck cruising the beach and what does he see what catches his eye see some some floating debris a piece of wood right. or something, and he oh and he decides yeah, yeah. to investigate mm-hmm. and leads to leads to another horror movie scene where he goes down there. It's a long it's a long scene, way too long. Where he's you know we have to watch him take his shoes and well, socks off. He gets off, off, he gets off his he gets his socks off. Yeah, we get to see those sweet yep. feet. He paddles out into the waters and immediately gets jumped by a dead body, a, 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 which a is cooked ass, burnt ass body. Attached to a piece of which wood. Is the, I guess the which is that girl. I guess, but the the woman that was the 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 boat right. pilot. But I, I love that. First of all, that's like a straight up like horror like misdirect, right? And it's it's ridiculous, but it's also fun. And you know they they playing it like Jaws is gonna come out. That's what they're playing it like that. But it's the dead body that that flies out. Anyway, it doesn't. What one thing we haven't talked about? And I, I made note of this. Did you notice something that? About sunglasses in this? There's some weird ones. That Brody, 
I think it's Brody that does this twice, takes off his sunglasses in like a, like almost like a, what's going on? Like, you know, like slowly, like a Jurassic Park. You know how like they do it in Jurassic Park when they see something and they take their sunglasses off weird? I wonder if Spielberg copped this from, unless that happens in Jaws, the first We'll find out next week. I think it'd be cool Um, if Quinn's entering the shark's mouth and he whips off his glasses. Huh? (laughs) Brody is uh, disturbed. He thinks something really bad is happening he sends a shark and then what shows up washed up on a beach ruining everybody's beach day a body of a whale right a dead orca a dead killer right. whale right and it's gross looking man there's a big old bite out of its side and a big old bite out of its face i always that's that stuck with, with some, me with as some a child. twigglies in it it did it's i it it stuck with me as a child and when when i watched it again i realized why it's just super gross super effective it reminded me of when you get a tear in your nerf football yeah, exactly. It's exactly what it is. Yeah, because the it's like the um and another thing, the killer whale. It's it's its skin is so like smooth and like shiny, and then disrupted by that insanity. It, yeah, exactly. It's like like a ner- tear on a Nerf football is perfect. The best is like they bring down a shark expert or a, a you know person like a woman that's that knows about such things, right? And um, Roy Scheider's like, I think it's a great white. And she says, it's scientific name. Carcaron, whatever. Yeah, Carcaron Caracas or something. And he's like, yeah, okay. I think we get to stick with great white. We don't need a science lesson here, lady. But she tells him, I think she says it to him, that sharks don't, like he, he suspects, he's like, do you think this shark could be here for revenge? Like, you think it, we killed one shark? Do you think this shark knows that we killed it? And there's another shark that transmitted something. And she says, sharks don't think take things personally well cut to two yeah, movies yeah, later lady yeah. you know what i'm saying and he uh, mistakes it for a fish which is a bad a bad that's a dumb joke she says a mammal anyway so mike's on this and he says mike can't get back in his boat he has to go directly home he can't get back in the water he's all bummed out but he listens to his dad he lets the other kids go though right he says and the, and one of the kids like i'll take your boat mike and chief brody is like that sounds good to me <laughs> see ya <laughs> Do not care if anybody not related to me gets eaten. And then there's a very long scene of Martin Brody making cyanide bullets. It's very, it's one of the weirdest thing in this film. You know that golden filmmaking rule, you never introduce, if you introduce a gun with cyanide bullets in the second act or whatever, guess what does not feature in, in the entire story? That goddamn gun. They, they, he shoots them at some blue, at the school of fish. Yeah, that's a waste. And I think he gets some because there's birds flocking around, and the birds probably die from cyanide too. Anyway, the weirdest thing was he he makes this. I don't know. It's a very like slow scene, like you said, and he's doing like eye dropping the cyanide and the tips of the bullets. And then how does he melts a candle wax onto it? Melts a candle wax over the cyanide, and I'm thinking the whole time, does this does this, this negate work? the cyanide? <laughs> is this something he just like? I mean, there's no internet at this point. I mean, he just. Has he done this before? This is a worrying thing to know how to do if it's if it's truly going to work. Or is he just winging it and hoping? I think if I put some cyanide on these bullets and put wax over it, it should kill the shark. I thought he was just going to try to feed the bullets to the shark. It's poison. But he doesn't. And then, of course, the scene, that the beach montage. This is a weird moment in this film. And it starts off with something I imagine made you cringe, which... A close-up on uh, two feet buried, the people buried in the sand, and they're flirting with their feet. They're touching each other's feet, their toes together. That's oh, a nightmare. That's got to that's gotta gross you. Tonight. Sure. WikiFeed has it on their splash page for this month, on their cover. What, what's in this scene? I mean, what's, there's a lot of shots of this? kids doing stuff, people getting ready for the entertainment of the world, a couple of asses walking. 
you know, people on boats sitting weird. There's a lot. It's very random. It's very random. They keep showing small uh, kids eating sandwiches, like a hot dog, a PB&J. They, one of the kids has a, uh, puts a PB&J over his eye, and then he <laughs> eats it. But yeah, they're having a blast on the beach, because who's there to Jaws. run the party? Oh, Martin Brody. Chief Brody. He's in the shark tower. He's uh, he's way up high, looking at the water in his binoculars, like just checking out the water. He's, he suspects... Well, no he's already safe. been rebuffed by the council with his scares. So he is he's basically... Mm-hmm defying them and they see it because they're trying to do some pr with ellen brody on the beach while mr brody's up there looking like a toughie and they're all in suits by the way it's a hot day you're not kidding and man i mean the mayor's in a very hot suit i imagine soon he'll be um, in hot water that's right but so. guess what old chief brody sees a shadow out and it doesn't waters. move a really doesn't really shadow. move that much though which surprised me. it's like anybody knows that's not a shark i was very disappointed Keeps looking at, it, keeps looking at, it, and, he, and then all of a sudden he screams "shark," and he skedaddles down that ladder. Pretty incredible, love it. And he starts shooting at the water with his cyanide bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he totally ruins the party, makes a fool of himself. Jaws is just offshore giggling, <laughs> like he's like, can't believe the embarrassing scene. As Chief Brody's ruining ruining his career, and um, and the and the end of the scene, whenever the, everybody like the crowd's like. Dude, these are those are just like bluefish, man. What the f? So he has to pick the this expelled casings from his gun in the sand. Lonely, the sun comes up to help yeah. him, Sean, and that's it. Like he is, it's a low moment for Chief. Not Brody. as low as the next one, though. He's super. He's super bummed. There's no killer shark. He's he's sad about it. Yeah, hates to be proven wrong. He goes home. Or he goes to the council. He really because the photographs. The guy is. I don't know. First of all, let's say this. This 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 guy calls him to tell him that he's developed the photographs. But he gets there and the guy is yeah, half through his job. Now I know it's more cinematic to watch to you know to, to show the dark room activity. But if I was Chief yeah. Brody, I would have shit my pants because that was when when you had to wait for photos. So like, could you have done right. this and then called me, motherfucker? <laughs> and he is like, I, I de- hey, I come here, I developed the film and he shows them nothing he shows them like what a picture of the diver giving a thumbs up i don't know what is the picture i have no idea but, but then of course the fr- which I, I appreciate that the first one he develops is the close-up of the shark every scene runs too long a little bit so the last thing we need is to see him def- emulsify two photographs yeah but it's a close-up of a shark's eye a doll's nice. eye an eye and, that will um, should be should be shooting smoke <laughs> <laughs> But it's too close. It's too much of a selfie. And it's a little bit like it can be misinterpreted, which the town is happy to misinterpret. The leaders of the town can't wait to say that's not a shark on that photo. Yeah. Um, did you notice that he's got a uh, one of the, the barrels from the first film? Yeah, I did. A well, I, I read it on the trivia and then I, I, I looked for it. I did see it. No, I noticed it first. I zoomed in. Truly. I also, I love, this is great. Now, this is a sequel to the first real blockbuster big blockbuster right? summer right. movie type of thing and so he, he loses his job and we find out because the, the deputy is hanging out with Ellen when he gets home well yeah he takes this photo to the council and the they're like here. Uh, d- wait here we gotta meet without you Fires and then out. they but yeah. the, the, one of the and, and they were still creating the template for what a blockbuster should be only right. a pointer though our lead guy recounting his employment history not one of the things you need in these movies a little bit well a very drunk Chief Brody shows up at the he's, house. 
he's a he's not a bad drunk. He's 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 got his wits about him. I think you're being a little hard he's on. He's all right. Him. He's 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 sauced, and he is congratulating his deputy on becoming chief. He's sad sacking it. Drove home drunk, which puts the town in more jeopardy than the shark. I think. Yeah. Zoom in. Thank you. He um, was hit a buzz. Nick, the next day they go to the car. He's got like six cans He gets cans beer. Of... Beer doesn't do shit. <laughs> Zoom in. My man, was, my man was stumbling. He was very coherent. He was he was melancholy, but he was not a trashed individual. He tried to put his uh, some moves on the refrigerator. He was drunk. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He's got, he's got a toothbrush, and he's putting cyanide on it and capping it with wax. But he, <laughs> So he's out of a job. And then... The cool thing is, this movie decides to kick into super overdrive at this point. The next morning, this is great because he go. I guess they. There's weird how like him and Ellen go to bed. It's still daylight. If I'm not, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, they're kind of. I think they go fuck again. Whatever it is. But then early the next morning, she loves a drunk dick. But she go the next morning. Mike has been coerced by these girls into going on his boat against his his. You know he's grounded, but he's he's doing it, and he's yeah, trying to sneak out sure. of the house and. His little brother Sean appears at the doorway, awoken by the sound, holding a life vest, yeah, right. which tells what a weird like yeah. is that is that his is that his binky? He, he blackmails his brother into tagging along, and his brother no, doesn't fight him. He's like, all right, the you kid, come. That kid was Machiavelli. He had the life vest in his hand. He knew the end already. He had, he was in the right. catbird seat. He held all the cards, and Sean manipulated Mike like a fucking cheap ass suit. Got it. Got out to sea <laughs> for free. <laughs> yeah, he, he tagged along like the sister in Hereditary. <laughs> I wish it would have been just like that. It almost did. And here's what I love, though. Jaws actually has some fun in this movie. You notice that? Jaws seems to... <laughs> he's, he's, really, he's really chilling out, having a great time, walking around, you know, the sea, swimming, sh- surfacing. We get to see him in... Nick, Nick, he's the, he's the king of the wind. He's absolutely not losing. He's got a burnt face, but he cannot be more successful. He's ugly sexy. <laughs> they take a little break. They take a little side break here. We get a little see a little scuba diving, like a little little scuba diving lesson. <laughs> these guys take these tourists out to, to scuba, and that's when we encounter the hero of the movie, the quick lobster. Exactly. This little sw- this guy's swimming. He's just enjoying the the beautiful blue waters of Amity. He's, he's grasping the coral, whatever the hell is down there, and he sees the lobster. He tries to grab the lobster. What happens? Turns into the Flash. Ezra Miller in this. That lobster, it's like it puffs in a cloud it's of like smoke. It's And what happens next? Yeah, oh, he probably goes to his mate and tells the story. Says, look, my swimmerettes are still oh, trembling, but we're okay. We're doing it. Oh, you're talking about to the diver? The... <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of want to hear more about the lobster, actually. Wouldn't it be the best film ever if the rest of the film was their story? <laughs> so, yeah, the diver gets a surprise. Jaws himself bumps into him. He does an underwater scream. Jaws does? You, you goes, got any neosporin? <laughs> he tries to swim real fast, too fast to the surface. He surfaces too quickly. I guess he has an embolism. Yeah, that's maybe a little unbelievable, but... Um, I don't know how far do you have to go to where you can't swim too fast. Can't zoom in, but I, I, le- I leave the, uh, I leave yeah, the shower up. slowly, just in case. <laughs> so yeah, Jaws doesn't get a bite out of this guy, but man, he surfaces quickly. Got blood on the 
on the snorkel or the mouth guard, whatever that thing is. And man, the he ruins the whole swim trip, the whole scuba trip. They drag his ass back to shore, and Brody's like, another weird thing happened. There must be yeah. a shark in there. Well, at that point, he's pretty much sold. You know, there's that, yeah. that story, you know, how lobsters don't die. They live forever. That's the, uh, that's, the, that's the scientific story that lobsters are basically invincible. I mean, I mean, they're not invincible, but they're immortal. Like, you can kill it and eat it, and then it's dead, and it's never going to live again. But if you leave a lobster alone in the, in the sea, it could live for untold forevers. Yeah, and I'm wondering really? if that so, scientist saw Jaws, too, and said, well, look, you see what he just did? Fuck death. He cheats death. Like, he, the Reaper got nothing on this guy. Contrary to popular belief, lobsters are not immortal. Lobsters grow by molting, which requires considerable energy. The larger the shell, the more energy required. Eventually, they die of exhaustion, which makes me super sad. So you just they, did you? They said they only, that, that website no, they, is funded they by here, Big they said, that, <laughs> they said that they. I mean, you're so wrong. They said they only live ten thousand years. They can only be killed by Adrian Paul. Um, <laughs> That is a real lobster that really scooted too, right? Like that was like I wonder if that was unexpected. That'd be great if in the script he captures it. He fucking defeated the movie industry. (laughs) (laughs) He was on Premier's power list at the top. (laughs) Wonder if that lobster's still alive. Uh, Now that you said that, this is if lobsters live a long time, this isn't that long ago. I'm sure he did. Sure he's killing it. Because you mentioned still Amity Habit. Flying high from his yeah. cameo in this movie, still walking the walk. You, know? um, you, you, said a, you sort of told there. a fib about Amity. Their water sucks there. I don't understand why they have a tourist community, because their water sucks. It's murky, it's murky, Kelpie, really? weird. It's not crystal clear, it's not pretty. It's, it's the harsh Atlantic up there. I think the water's clear. I think that the it's pretty dreary there for like a beach town. Like that's kind of what's happening here. It doesn't, it looks kind of overcast a lot, but you know, people still having a blast. There's a reason the why 100% of, of the people that live there moved to Florida. Let's go to the Tina's joy. Yeah. That's what I got too. Tina's joy. Uh, the miss, Ms. Amity's boat and her boyfriend, Eddie, they're out there. Eddie might be the horniest uh, person away. in this movie. <laughs> She's not, he's not hornier than Ellen Brody. And they both have start with ease, Nick, Ellen and Eddie. I see the code. I'm cracking it here. What if those two powerhouses of horniness got together? Well, she needs a scuba gear. Is Eddie <laughs> down there? She's so, asking Miss Amity, does he go down? She goes, sort of. So they're on the boat. They're having a blast. Eddie starts to, you know, he wants to get in there into, into Miss Amity. He wants to crack some legs open. And she said, at least get the blanket don't out. don't have one. Because, you know, I got bruises on my, on my bottom. Which was... And, and she says that her mom was, it was weird, it was weird, it's weird me out a little bit that her mom would see her ass. Yeah. Of course, everybody, you know, your childhood's your childhood, whatever. If you have, a, if you have it's ass so night, Eddie's- family ass night, ass looking night, <laughs> live your life, baby. So mommy noticed? Is this, oh, is this no. mommy noticed? <laughs> so anyway, um, Eddie is going through the stuff that he brought. He's like, I got three and things. I think Jaws disrupts bumps into the boat eddie falls out and he's way away and then the the jaws actually drags the boat like away like you know eddie's kind of like stranded out far from this boat and then can't make it back in time to the boat he he does he does make it back he touches the boat good for him and then what taken to his watery device forever yeah he gets eaten from the pizza uh, uh, to her credit she mourns him and then jaws I mean, Jaws is, like I think I mentioned before, Jaws is an addict, and Eddie's is blow. 
Is that yeah correct? Anyway, he, Daddy disappears, doesn't resurface. He's ch- he's he's chomped to pieces. Yeah. He's gone. And poor Ms. Amity, poor Tina, is left screaming on the boat. She's actually no, she's muttering to herself. Yeah, make it go away. And then see, and then it's around this time that Mr. Brody finds out. Actually, a little bit before that, Mr. Brody's found out that not only Mike is on a boat, but poor little Sean is on a boat. So he loses his shit, steals the police boat, takes Ellen and, and, and his deputy, mm-hmm. and they go hauling ass looking for all this stuff. Now, he's ra- he's radioing for a chopper because he knows these kids are heading to the lighthouse at that time. It's like, we got to get we got to get there. And there's a little trepidation by the pilot, but he ends up getting his shit together going out there. I mean, I remember the helicopter scene. It's a big scene in this movie. But I forgot how mm-hmm. fucked the pilot's beard was. He's got a Gary Kurtz beard. <laughs> Which is the the wor- the absolute worst beard a, a beard could have? Yeah, it's it's all beard, no stash, right? Like, and it's trimmed beard, low, yeah. So it looks he, mm-hmm. you're not a fucking founding father, motherfucker. Go mm-hmm. out there and grow it out. But I, it did it made me glad he died. I know. I thought we were gonna. He gets his uh, helicopter gets dragged underwater, and he doesn't ever he never resurfaces. I was hoping that he was just chilling down there. Well, we don't see him. Helicopter. There's no blood. Usually, there's blood. Did you notice anything about that right. helicopter? Adorable. Uh-huh. It was the cutest helicopter I've ever seen in my life. Even when Jaws is chewing its little floaters, those little floating pads or whatever those things are called, its skis, whatever those things are that it lands with, even uh, that's kind of cute. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like he's chewing right, its And whistling. the kids are watching this all unfold. They thought they've been rescued. Their mm-hmm. boats have been... but We haven't mentioned this, but Jaws has hit their convoy a couple of times. Boats are in shit shape. Yeah, They're yeah. floating around like assholes. Yeah, Mike got yeah. knocked out, and he and they the one working boat takes him away. What is right? the for the remainder of the movie? What does the the girl visiting town do? Basic. What what use is she for the rest? of the Scream. Right? She sucks out there. I gotta tell it's you, effective. I so mean, it's what they, really happened. They have experienced the most traumatic experience of their lives. These kids. They've seen a shark. Right. I don't know if the, the shark has killed anybody in their group. Has it yet? But there's been a lot think. of mayhem. That's the most traumatic thing they've ever seen. Then. A helicopter comes to rescue them, gets to the point where they throw the rope, they're about to save, he's about to drag them to safety, and a shark eats the helicopter into the sea, and they take it so well. They take it, they there do? is not a scream, there is not a shriek, there's no profanity, they're just like, oh, well, that is now one less helicopter. They're disappointed. Yeah, they're, they're disappointed, but I was, a, I was blown away by their resolve. So, by the way, they, there's a lot of rope throwing in this movie, and it's all Very, accurate. Did you notice that? Every time someone throws a rope right. at somebody... Well, no, they Eddie tried it. to throw a rope at Miss... Like I said, accurate. We were in the, we're in the fucking endgame, man. Oh, by the way, w- when their boats are all torn apart, someone suggests that they play charades. <laughs> of course. Which is... I guess what you do whenever your 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 lives in jeopardy, but you, the, the shark has not come around for a half hour. You just resort to like. I mean, Tina plays That's hide true. and seek because Brody gets on her boat. He's like, "What? This is an empty boat," and then she's kind of hiding in it, and he finds and her. I, and I love how the deputy and Ellen just leave with her without a, without another word, and they let him go steer off into the wild over to Energy Harbor mm-hmm. or whatever that section's called. What's it called? Power Bay or? Electricity Junction. Another thing that kids don't do to that poor pilot, he lands well, right. In the tum tum, the- he lands and he throws yeah. a rope. Right? They don't think to mention, "Hey, there's a big ass shark in the water." Yeah. They don't tell him that. They probably saw the. They don't say, "Hey, man." They saw. They saw the beard. Uh, Fuck him. That's true. And he says, uh, "Ask them to hold on to something." And he goes, "I mean, besides hope." <laughs> and then the shark comes up. And then an absolute cutie gets swallowed whole by a really? jaws. After saving a life. Yeah, she's Sean falls into the water because Jaws is shark ramming these 
torn up boats and Sean falls in the water. She jumps in to push him back up on the boat. She can't get up in time. And in a very disconcerting, horrific scene, big ass Jaws comes and just swallows her up. He covers her and she's just gone. And then Sean, the kid that plays Sean very effectively, I think, has a he's like in like PTSD. Like he's having But he got a front row seat to that evening. He got to watch it right right up there. He got he didn't miss a beat. That's what I'm saying. Like he's He's horrified, like he's he's traumatized, and it's a good performance. And then the one character is trying to, you know, the the friend is like he's trying to get, he's trying to throw rope so they can tie the boats together to poor traumatize Sean. Sean's not listening. He can't even. He's just dazed. And the guy says, "I'll break yeah. your ass to him if he doesn't do this." And they do it anyway. It doesn't matter. Cable okay, Junction so in this. Called. I knew I was close. So they've returned the uh, embolism guy or the screaming girl. They've returned her to Ellen and, and the deputies brought her back did you notice ellen the scene of ellen where she's on the pier very weird shot because she feels helpless obviously and she walks on the pier and i think she wants to be out there and there's a bicycle on the pier and it looked like she was gonna get on that bicycle to try to go after the shark but the thing was where there's a shot of her standing there against the backdrop of the sea and she's got this jacket on but her arms aren't in the sleeve it's just, it's very weird looking. Yeah. It looks like she's a handless individual. That's what you put on someone that's cold and maybe like a victim. It's like a very, you know, like it's a protective thing someone does. But, it, but if you know Ellen Brody, you know she's strong enough to not need to keep her arms out of the sleep. Ellen Brody's like, maybe I can uh, wrap Chief Brody in this coat and we can make sweet love in the stranger's coat later tonight. You know, cross another one off my set. Yeah, she wants to ride Cable Junction. But. <laughs> so Cable Junction is this little like outcropping they're trying to get their broken boats to so they can climb up on some rocks kind of like like if you're in tremors you know away from the waters they can't do it but then roy scheider himself shows up and starts helping them get to that trying to help them get to the the outcropping whatever it is and he the shark outwits him too sort of fails yeah breaks up through the boats scatters the kids some of them make it to the cable junction, but he that leaves Sean and the screaming girl out there, screaming uh, teenager. Out there. It looks like somebody from the Love Boat to me, yeah. but and he goes slamming into the rocks because Jaws because Jaws kicks ass. Now earlier in the film, they were their anchor got caught on these electrical wires. It's kind of foreshadowing to the end. So apparently, right. and I guess this is what it's like out in the sea, but there's like these giant electrical cables. And then so Mr. Brody is mm-hmm. on the rocks. The kids are. The kids that made it to the rocks are feeling pretty good about themselves. It's like, we're safe. There's no shark that's ever come onto a jetty before. The kids at sea are like, we are not thrilled at our situation still. Mr. Jaws starts trying to get them. And I love this scene. Brody climbs across the cable, bangs on it with an oar, which is badass. Right. And there's some amazing shots of the shark. There's some really good photography of the shark moving around and swimming around and coming at him. Right. And how does, and how does Mr. Jaws lose it? Jaws is like kind of doing this thing where he knows that there's food on this these boat broken boats. He's wanting to eat it, but then he hears these motion like this the pounding of Chief Brody like that he's smacking the paddle. So he gets intrigued and he goes to see what's going on and he lunges I guess for Brody the sound and he of course bites instead this cable. Now Brody's so smart that he falls not into the water but into this rubber boat mm-hmm. that he's inflated. Um, I don't know if he, is he inflated no, or is he just fine? No, it was there. It, it was attached to the uh, police boat. Was it? I think he inflated. Anyway, so he falls back into this boat so he doesn't get electrocuted. But Jaws, man, like you said, he gets zapped. He gets cooked as fuck. Yeah. Good night. It looks like he gets zapped so much that like they, I was, you expect to see a skeleton through all the smoke. 
just a quick glimpse of his skeleton anyway, he does sink at the end, almost like he's not dead. He's, he's so dead. But there's smoke coming out of his eye holes, which is a funky look. He's on fire again. This is the most fire-prone Jaws in the series. It's a good zoom. Yeah. I love the fact that there's this girl earlier on who's praying, and then the, the shark rams into her. I know, she gets like a rug very strange. It doesn't look Did like... you notice that? That's, they don't have... I guess that they get they get tired of people getting killed. Like I don't know why more people are. I don't know how you can ever get tired of people getting killed. By the way, did you notice? Did you catch the names of any of those boats in that little convoy? There's one called Hot Wave, which I thought was pretty special. Was it the one that had the flames? But I thought Heat Wave. I understand Heat Wave, but I don't understand Hot Wave. Got to give the credit where credit is due. They kill that shark, and the movie says we're not going to waste any more of your time, your credits. I love that. I love that about this one and the original. As soon as business is concluded. The director just lets it go. Well, Roy, Roy Schreiter has a has a kiss off line to the shark. Well, he did in the first film too. What's his kiss off? I know. Line? What's smile, he saying in the first, first film? I don't remember. What is he saying this one? Open wide, okay. say ah. Not bad. It's good. He's a, he's a king of them. Sad thing is that they did a scan of the shark's brain afterwards. Turned out he'd had a concussion, and it was all just an awful misunderstanding. I wish they would have just kept making movies like that. But anyway, it's it's a different time. So uh, look, it's time to do the work. You've already gotten tattoos from Jaws. Four and three, and now it's time to get something from Jaws 2 on your purse and what you're going to get. I mean, there's only one tattoo that I'm, right. I need from this movie. Ellen Brody in bed, smoking a cigarette under covers, obviously naked, but, you know, covered up. Roy Scheider in the other room, like, you're like, what? His head's down. He's like a little teardrop. And in bed with Ellen Brody is Jaws itself. <laughs> <laughs> Big cuckolded. The oh final straw. I would, I, yeah, I would, that's... Amazing. They did think? it sideways? <laughs> You know how um, Mike Tyson has that tribal tattoo on the side of his face? I think it's something like yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the Jaws burns. Okay. Oh, that's a better tattoo. I the Jaws 2 burns on the side of it. It's nice. my first face tattoo, and it's a good one. It's perfect. Film's over. Credits have rolled, but lo and behold, there's a mm-hmm. stinger. A little extra scene at the end. What you got? That's a good question. Mine's easy. A couple of weeks have passed. They're dealing with the, the therapy for young Sean and Mike, and they're patching up mm-hmm. You know the, the, the town's collective psyche after all the trauma that it's experience he's got his job back deputy was happy to give it back everything's kind of getting back to normal and then Brody wakes up in, in the middle of the night sweating and then he picks up the telephone and tells the uh, family of those two divers by the way they're gone shark ate your loved <laughs> that's your <laughs> so mine is tina miss amity herself she has her boat uh, on the shore, up on blocks, up on like uh, what are they? You know those little, I don't know, not scaffolding, but two but two by four is like a little. It's like she got the, and she got a paint can, and she's uh, painting over joy, and then it says instead of Tina's joy, it says she's she's she paints Tina's unhappiness. It's a new name of her and then boat. The Coast Guard shows up, says uh, you didn't file paperwork. Can't just rename a boat. Should it have been Tina's sad? That probably makes more sense. So I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with unhappiness. So she actually has to go from the back of the boat where it is. And off, oh, get the NESS is on the side. Right. It overlaps. It's a little messy. But she's, I mean, she's that grieving. boat sucks. And it's dem- demolished. But hey, mm-hmm. money's tight, Annie. I get it. I mean, Eddie's in, Eddie's in heaven, by the way. High-fiving the angels saying... Yep, I, I used my time well down there. I spent it on blankets, if you know yeah. what I'm saying, guys. You know. Did you? What did you accomplish other than beach screws? Uh, nothing. <laughs> Financing has happened. You have been given the big ass coins to uh, create your own sequel to Jaws Two. How are you spending that hard earned? Well, a sequel, huh? It's a good question. Jaws 
2.5 is endorsed, the first ever Sea Slasher film endorsed by PETA. So it's completely endorsed, okay. and they, um, it's, the story is told from the shark's POV. Goes to Amity, kick ass. But it's got two boats flanking it at all times, filled with PETA. If it, if it attacks a, you know, a sea lion or anything like that, they tsk, tsk, don't, mm-mm. They turn a blind eye whenever it eats a human, of course. Things start to escalate again, and Brody gets out there on his boat, and he's going after the shark to kill it, and those guys start to flank him. Uh-oh. Every time what? he tries to attack Jaws, they throw a can of paint on him, or they shoot him with a blowgun, or they you know, throw a rock at his forehead or whatever. It's a, it's a shark-friendly film, and Jaws actually is the, the tragic hero of this, lives. You said you wanted a movie where the shark was kind of the hero. This is the last episode or two so. episodes ago. This is your chance, yeah. Mine's a little different, less shark focused than yours. It's a scout shows up to Amity, and he's in a you know short sleeve button down shirt, got you know long shorts. I'm just describing the look, so you can get in here with me, right? Backwards baseball cap. He's a scout. He's got a notepad, and everybody's intrigued. They're like, "What's this guy's a scout? Like, what's he doing?" Well, he heard some tales. He's a lobster <laughs> race scout, Nick. And then down in New Mexico, they've been holding lobster races. He's come all the way up to New York, all the way to Amity. He's heard tell of a speedy lobster. So he enlists. Who would take him there? I guess that's the scuba gear, right. the instructor guy. He goes in. He goes down. It's like that Kevin Bacon movie, The, the Air the whole Up There. Right? That, mm-hmm, yeah, they're, they're down there. But yeah, the, here's the thing. It takes him the whole movie to, 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 to trick this lobster. That's the whole movie is him trying to trick the lobster into a net or you know, trying to get him to come travel with him back, back to New mm-hmm. Mexico. You know? I thought it was cool that... He dresses in a sexy lobster suit at one point. You know, he's just trying everything. And he's interviewed by the press, like, what's your secret? And lobster peels the shell open a little bit. You see the NOS. It's got a NOS container. So, yeah, what do you, I think this is going right. to be a good sequel. Look, you've been given the ability to have your own business associated with Jaws 2. Money has changed escrows, and you're a gold. you got to put that shit to use. What do you get? I mean, I recently rented a GMC minivan. Like, not minivan, uh, just a SUV for a trip. I took, and um, my car's not working that well. But I noticed in this movie that uh, Chief Brody's police truck is a GMC. It's gigantic. So my business would be to re-release this truck complete with Amity police on the door. Just to pick right. a Jaws-specific, a Jaws-accurate police truck, GMC police truck. That you can I love re- it. I, be- I bet you get some buyers. What do you think? I, I love it. That's a beautiful, it's a Thank cool you. truck. That truck would actually be successful if it were released today. There's a whole retro thing going on. That looks perfect. Looks like that new Bronco. Gigantic wheel, too. Your gigantic steering wheel. Yeah. And, you know, Roy Scheider is good at driving that truck. He is. Unlike Sean Connery and the car in Just Cause, Roy Scheider looks natural behind this, right. the, the, this car in the driver's seat. Anyway, that's what I would do. Thinking about having an enamel pin as my business, it's a little enamel pin that's Jaws 2, but I think that's a little too trite. So... Yeah. I'm going to retrofit Rock'em Sock'em Robots, okay. except Martin and Ellen, and they just demolish oh. each other, like s- s- just mash each other nonstop. Martin, Martin Brody. Martin, Martin Brody. The mayor? That's his name. Oh, this is yeah. Chief Brody's first name is Martin. Of course. Zoom in. And they just... I forgot. It's, it's, it's not meant to be a, like an abusive thing. It's, just, it's more of a playful demolishing of each other. But the, this, this yeah. Rock'em Sock'em kit actually goes horizontal, too. <laughs> So they play hard in the daytime, but they also play hard at the nighttime. You get to relive your favorite Jaws memories. Yeah. In the morning as well. Pretty yeah. hot. She's got, she got to she have does. it. And they, uh, the molds are, are quite different, but 
there will be a bit of a dispute because I think they did a better job with his feet. Expected, but unfortunate. Did they? They never did a, a special version of Rock'em Sock'em when they introduced an erotic element. Although guess, the so. names, the, the names write this themselves. Is the first time. Yeah, and then Vess Armstrong has cock block'em robots. Look, you're in the movie. You've been added to the running time of Jaws two, and it's your time to shine, man. What are you doing? It's a good question. I feel like I used my character for the sequel. I could have just had that guy show up. Darn it. I'm a bluefish. It's mating season. Yeah, and I've had my eye on this one little filly. Quite some time, a little curved lip on her, watching him swimming close in the schools, you know, wait for my moment. I'm so in love. I mean, it's not even close. I've it's got awesome. a rager yeah. throughout the sea, constant. And then we're near shore, and I see an opening. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to I'm gonna win this girl's affection. I'm going to be placing it minutes from now. And I get to watch her get shot in the face three times by cyanide bullets. <laughs> it's like... Uh... <laughs> The horrific exactly. flashback in the Fisher yeah. King. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Unlike in the Fisher King, I still get mine. <laughs> Why is that blue fish weirdly going to the bottom, following that other piece of shit? Yeah. Heart wants. I look up for my finish and there's the lobster. Anyway, <laughs> did I steal that's, yours? That's interesting. Um, so I'm the dad. I'm a dad of one of the boys on the, on the beach scene. You just hear me off camera. The the young boy sitting there has a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He, <laughs> place it on his eye like an eye patch and then he takes a bite and I'm like, uh, you just hear me off camera go, uh, Sam did you just place the sandwich on your eye? Don't do that! Don't put the sandwich on your face before you eat it. That's what I'll be that, you know, the dad that's always overcorrecting right. the kids. It's always kind of, no matter what they do it's, it's if it's not normal behavior you have to yeah. correct it out of them or you call it out and embarrass right. them on the beach Did you just put the sandwich on your face? Right. Why? Don't, don't, don't let me see you do it again. And then he'll be like, I saw you do it earlier. I was like, I'm an adult. I can do it. I can do that kind of stuff. You cannot. And they cut to me, and I have two sandwiches <laughs> over both. <laughs> it's my Look, character. you got to incorporate something from Jaws 2 into your daily life. Ritual, mantra, whatever you want to call it. When was the last time you saw me when I wasn't clutching a life preserver? Uh, you're yeah. right. I haven't seen this lately. It's, it's yeah. a constant totem. I clutch it right. nightly. Love the way it feels. I love that it's the padding, the, the way the padding bites. Well, I'm going to call attention to myself. That's how I'm going to. I'm going to get in front of kites in this. I don't know if you saw the scene. They were on the beach. One of the, this beach scene. There's a kid that's flying a kite. Amazingly, by the way, he's holding it tight, like real close to the kite base, and he's still flying. Yeah, he can do that. And then as he's running, he kind of slowly mm-hmm. lets it up. And it flies into the air, and it flies, and the camera falls, and it flies in front of the tower, and the camera remains on the tower where Chief Brody is. It's like the kite is pointing to Brody. That's I'm going to try to jump in front of kites a lot, just try to call attention to myself with with kites. I know it doesn't make any sense. I just got nothing else. That's a hobby that's sort of fading away, isn't it? I mean, there used to be kite stores. Mm -hmm. There was a kite? There were? Yep. Kite stores. They were typically hobby shops, basically they would call them. But it was it was kites was their that was their bread and butter. Is there anybody tan? And Brody in this movie, was born by the way? with a tan. Fever instant. Yeah. He does look tan. He does look like he has a tan, but nobody else, right? Nobody else looks. His hair is sun kissed. <laughs> no, I don't think anybody's super tan. Get to the point. Get to took the, the time to tan. Are you, are you, are you, are what is you, that? What's the point? Melatonin shame. What's going on? I mean, I don't understand what's going on. 
I just noticed I was thinking about how dumb my answer was. And then I was thinking about what else could it be? And then I realized maybe it's never get tan, but that's dumb too. So, but yeah, it just doesn't feel like anybody no. really is a true beachcomber or a true water warrior in this movie. They're all like, I, I, I don't know. That's something to do with Amity's overcast. In a short, short peak season, yeah. Look, you're on an island. You've been there all these many years gathering debris from various films. Now it's time to take mm-hmm. some from Jaws 2, which you bring in. I got that shark tower. Oh, nice. I got it at the very tip of the island. Facing inland. What? It's facing inland? What the fuck? We could still climb out, use it anyway. Climb up. We can still turn uh, around. Routinely, with a handful mm-hmm. of beasts. Crustaceans I've grabbed. Ooh. You know, isopods. Whatever I'm hungry for. And yeah. I'll eat them raw. I will just salatial all over things eat them while staring at my domain like fucking like the king you know looking over my domain eating eating crusty crabbies right. staring at what i've made wow son of my neck yeah yeah pantsless just eating eating shit shitty shrimp and just looking around stretching i thought you were gonna yeah i thought you're gonna take animals up there I, them off. I mean eventually they come they come out of my good i'll be shitting up there too i'll be shitting them animals for sure <laughs> course you will it's, yeah. a, it's a high toilet yeah very high toilet that you climb up yeah and it's so you're so tired by the time you get up there you don't want to so you just eat up there yeah. and then you wait for your yeah you wait yeah, for tick, it I, i'll okay. tickle my inner, i'll tickle it a little bit and then i'll drop mile shits yeah and then i'll slide on down and walk in the opposite direction and never think about them shits again perfect they're, they hit the surf and then they're part of nature's mistake <laughs> so you're you're i'm trying to picture this Climb up the tower. You hang out well, over the facing, side of the tower. I'm facing. Poop into the water. Yeah, it goes into yeah, the I know, sea still. and is washed into the into the world. It's such a long way up, though. I mean, is it accurate? I'm not gonna. I don't even look. I don't like bother. It does. Gonna it's miss. Not my concern. I'm just like I'm picturing this. You say it's facing away from the water, so that means the ladder is 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 facing the water. You're you're going up from that side. If you're pooping down, it seems like you'd be pooping. On I'm the absolutely a pooping. Bit. Down the And pissing. There's pee coming. It's a wet, smeary ladder on my way down. I didn't say it wasn't. I just said I'm not. It's not my concern. <laughs> well, I'm taking those those shark prayers that didn't work. That the end when the the young woman is praying to 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 God himself or herself to please keep them safe from the killer shark that is haunting the waters. I will take those prayers, those exact lines that she says. That's what I would do. I would try to use that. I would try to. Perf- perfect the prayer so they'll work try to find the the tone that god needs to keep everybody on my island safe me basically yeah. and you the thing is though god yeah. spoke to that girl shortly after that no he's like yeah, she got timing he's like what and that's all she hears is timing she doesn't realize two minutes earlier the shark's praying right. i want to sideswipe that girl her prayer her prayer just came too late shark's prayer came in early god's creature too you know Shark, shark prayer got there first. Hey, yeah, for sure. She's in the queue too late. <laughs> I wonder how burn this. Wish granted. <laughs> or the shark could have just said, "What her prayers to suck," and then you know, who knows? But God, you know, he's got he's got a lot on his plate. You think she? He's he's countering her prayers. <laughs> just in case any of these any of these sitting ducks start to pray, I just want to pray first and say, those don't count. And God's like, no, God's it. Around heaven. enough with the shark prayers. Can we get an amendment up in this? 
That fucking lobster took half my fucking weekend. <laughs> can I go backwards and bang? Prayer granted. <laughs> then right after that, can I catch this lobster? <laughs> Too late, bitch. Yeah.